You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Hey everybody, this is Mignon Fogarty from the Absolute Science Podcast at Welltopia.com, and you're listening to Planet Retcon. Hello, and welcome to the 20th podcast from PlanetRetcon.com. Emma, that's it. I'd rather have the floor all to myself. Katie, is it really that bad? Yes. I spend more time on Pete's tables than I do my own. Um... I'm standing right here, you know. Pete, you're useless as a waiter, okay? Is it better if I just say it to your face? (sighs) Pete, I've been thinking. Maybe waitering isn't your thing. I don't want to go back to bussing tables. Come on, Emma. Oh, that's another thing. With him busy screwing up orders, I have to bust my own tables, too. Kitchen's clean, Emma. I'm heading home. See you tomorrow, Al. Wait a second. Who's that over there? Pete, that's your table. Who's that guy? Uh, that's not my table. I had tables 10, 11, and 12. That's table 12. That's table 12? Pete, you ignored a table long enough for the guy to fall asleep? Maybe waitering isn't his thing. Hey, buddy, restaurant's closed. I seriously did not know that was table 12. What table did you think was 12? I, uh, didn't actually give it that much thought, actually. Uh, Emma, you you might want to come over here. What's up, Al? He's dead. Dead? Dead? See, I didn't ignore the table long enough for him to fall asleep. (laughs) Yeah, you ignored him long enough that he died. Planet Retcon Radio presents... The Stargate Cafe! Starring Jamie Bartle, Lisa Clifford, Jeffrey Vargo, and Bob Vogerall. Written, directed, produced, and some other stuff by Wesley Clifford. Stargate Cafe is a PlanetRetcon.com production. That's hard to say. Um, yes, Stephen, take him up to the morgue. And here's the paperwork. Thank you. What an ordeal. I never thought having someone die in your bar would be so much paperwork. Consider yourself lucky that you didn't know the man. You want to see that paperwork? Hmm. Can I go home now? If you don't mind, I'd like to go as well, Jeff. Of course. Thank you both. Hey, hey, hey. John, we're closed for the evening. It's all right, Emma. I I called John here. Jeff, I really want to get home. This will only take a moment, Emma. John, I have another mission for you. Standard payment? Well, it's more, actually. As the mission's a bit more involved. What do you need? A man died in the cafe tonight. We only know his name and the ship he came in on and the Stargate that ship came through. Hey, I am not taking a dead body through a Stargate. Besides being a whole room of bad luck, 
It's against the law. I know that, John. I'm not asking you to take the body anywhere. I'm asking you to jump through the gate to Hervecchia to see if he has family and bring them here. If he has no family there, then after you let me know, I'll need you to check the seven worlds and jump away from Hervecchia. Seven worlds? That's like 14 stargates. You will be compensated. And it may be less. Only two if you get lucky on the first hit. Hmm? Well, it's the least I can do. Shame to be buried alone. We have to have the funeral within 48 hours and jettison the body within 72. And he's been dead for, we assume, six hours already. So you'll be wanting me to go now, then? Yes. And if you don't mind, Jeff, I'd really like you to go as well, so I can. All right, all right. Come on, Emma. No, Pete. It's the least I can do. No, it's not the least you can do because you're not going to do it. You heard John's report, Emma. Nobody heard of the guy on Hervecchia. He's going to be buried alone. Yes, he is. All the more so because we won't be there. But I... I feel responsible, Emma. You should. I'm the last person in the galaxy to talk to him. So, you actually did talk to him. I never got an order. Uh, I think I told him I'd be with him in a couple. Hours? Oh, very funny, Katie. Catherine. Very funny, Catherine. Emma, he just wants the day off. No, I don't. I just want to pay my respects to a man who died at one of my tables. You're really serious about this. Very. Fine. You can go. Promise? (sighs) I promise. But Pete can't leave the bar with that ankle bracelet on. I have a remote for it. You can go with him. You have to stay within 30 feet. I can't go. I have a date on Friday. Hey, Al. No can do, Emma. Margie's got foot surgery. Well, how about... You could take me. No, I am not going to a funeral of some guy I never met. But you're the only one who can take me. Then you're not going. You promised. You did. Oh, pod plug it. Planet Retcon Radio interrupts this broadcast of The Stargate Cafe for this word from our sponsor. Ziggurat. This month's word brought to you by... From the far horizons of the unknown come transcribed tales of new dimensions in time and space. These are stories of the future. Adventures in which you'll live in a million could-be years on a thousand maybe worlds. This is a Spaceship Radio Podcast. Are you in the bag? No, but every week we'll bring you the best in science fiction radio from the 1950s. Now here they come, ladies and gentlemen. The Martians. And they will every week, right into your iPod. Just visit www.spaceshipradio.com for all the details. Prepare for maximum acceleration. That's spaceshipradio.com, where we rocket you into the past. Holy mackerel. gathered here today on this solemn occasion for the funeral of Mr. Elmer Umlaut of our Milky Way galaxy. All bow your heads in prayer. I did 
realize there'd be so many people here. Well, we've only got a couple thousand permanent residents here, and most of them leave when they retire. A death is rare enough to be a spectacle. Plus, there's the buffet. Yeah, of all this, it was the buffet I expected the least. Good, though. Yeah. And the great galactic spirit at this time would permit us mortals to speak our final words to the deceased. Would any here speak for him to concrete his memory on our mortal plane? Nobody's going up there. Nobody knows the guy. But someone should say something. Pete. I should. Pete, no. I'm going. The stage is at least a hundred feet away. You come with me. No. You don't have to say anything. Just stand off to the side, thirty feet away from me. If there is no one out there who will speak on the man's behalf, then we will be forced to send him away unspoken for. Fine. I will speak for him. Good, good. C come on up here, son. Come on. Come on. You too, miss. Yes, yes, yes. Now, 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 son. Son, he here's the microphone. Please state your name. Um, Peter Edward Thackleson. And when you're ready, please proceed. <clears throat> Hi, everybody. Hi. Um, I didn't know Mr. Um, Umlaut very well. We uh, talked a bit before he died. And, well... Son, you're here to speak on the man's behalf, to aid his travels in the afterlife, and to concrete his final image on our mortal plane. Just speak what you knew of him. Mr. Amundlander was a good man. He was a just man. He didn't do any wrong in this galaxy that I know of. And I just want it known that he died a good man. That is all. Thank you. That was good. Th thank you, Mr. Thackleson. Good job. You knocked him out. You could do better. A goat floating unprotected in space could do better than that. Ma'am, your turn. Oh, no. I'm not. Please, the man's more soul. Go ahead, Emma. Do better. You are going to pay for this. Elmer Umlaut was a... Oh, hold on. The mic, mic seems a bit hot. This is John Turner with Galactic Express, ID 7492. I have a priority call for Lieutenant Jeffrey Pullen. Please state the message. I need to tell this directly to the lieutenant. Hold, please. Hurry, it's important. Must be bad news, then. Is there any other kind? And I remember... On... Uh... Arborea... He gave his shoes to a beggar in the deep of winter. And then... Oh, the war... He fought bravely in the war. Uh, yes, Lieutenant Pullen here. Jeff, I found out about our Mr. Umlaut. Oh? The funeral's going on right now. Do you have his family? Will you be able to dock in the next 30 minutes? No, I don't have his family. He doesn't have any. None? Not in the traditional sense. The prize for best independent screenplay. For his movie, um... The last digits of Pi. If you ever get the chance, I recommend seeing it. Really makes you think.
Not in the traditional sense. In what sense, then? In the sense that his family was more... business-related. John, you're losing me. He's a mob boss, Jeff. He is, or was, the head of the Trillian Mafia. There are almost a hundred outstanding warrants for his arrest, and three dozen open-ended warrants for anybody who associates with him. You could say I was his best friend. His very best friend in an otherwise friendless universe. And I wouldn't take that back for anything. So, Elmer, I just want you to know, you'll be missed. The galaxy is less one great man. That's how you do it. This is General Keys of the Interstellar Naval Command. Do not panic. What now? Elmer Umlaut is a wanted criminal. His funeral has been sealed and all in attendance will be questioned. Pete? I'm gonna kill you. Anybody speaking at his funeral will be apprehended and placed in custody until we can question them. Pete, I'm gonna kill you twice. Because it is a Friday, questioning will be done on the next business day. Pete. I know, you're gonna kill me three times. Four. Once for each day we're in jail. Halt! You two! Lie down on the ground, face down! Arms out! Palms up! Congratulations! You've just survived Episode 5 of The Stargate Cafe! In this episode, Jamie Bartle did the voices of Katie Jones and the Port Control Operator. Lisa Clifford was Emma Hallberry. Jeffrey Vargo did the voices of Pete Tackleson and Lieutenant Jeffrey Pullen. Wesley Clifford was Al, the Pastor, and Steve the Soldier. And Bob Vogerl did the voices of John Turner and General Keys. The Stargate Cafe is a PlanetRetcon.com production. Well, at least they put us in adjoining cells. Yeah. What a kindness. And they let you keep your remote. That was nice, too. Very nice of them. And the past three days have been restful, haven't they? Very restful. Katie said the cafe's doing fine without us. Yes. And it's Monday. The soldiers should be here any minute to take us out of here. Any minute. Granted, it'll be for questioning, but still, I bet it'll all turn out okay after all. Peter Thackelson, Emma Hallberry. Yes? We need to take you for questioning. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, um, what about Emma? She'll be next. Come with me. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, but, but you see, I, I can't go more than 30 feet from the... the... Come with me, sir. Yes, of course. But I... Do not hmm. make me use force, sir. Go on, Pete. Oh, no, 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 Emma. Come on. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. What's going on? What's wrong? Uh, 
Hey, I have no oh, idea. Oh, 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 you better oh, get him to the oh, hospital oh, as soon as possible. See you later, Pete. Sir, come on, let's go. Let's get to medical. You were right. This is turning out okay after all. And that's it. First, thanks to Bob Vogel for that great organ music for the church. And no, this was not a cliffhanger episode. It's a less common practice these days, but sitcoms sometimes choose to end before, say, a movie would. And you can safely assume that the characters got through whatever minor stuff they had left over that needed to be done. So, for example, in this episode, Pete and Emma got through questioning with no problem. Emma probably called the card back not too long after the final scene there, and everybody's just fine, back at the cafe, etc., etc., etc. You'll be wanting me to go then, now, then, 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 now. That's not my table. I had tables 10, 11, and 12. And that, and the dog. That too. I had tables 10, 11, and 12, and the dog. Pete, you are useless as a waiter. Oops. Not oops, okay. This is John Turner with Galactic Express ID what See, I didn't ignore the table long enough for him to fall asleep. Booyah. Uh maybe Booyah's too dated. Um See you tomorrow. Al. See you tomorrow, Al. This is John Turner with Galactic... A man died in the cafe tonight. Uh, we only know his name and the ship he came in on. And that the Stargate that he came through. Yeah, I didn't read that right. Okay. This is John Turner with Galactic Express, ID 7492. I have a priority priority. Pete, you're useless as a waiter. Wait. This is John Turner with Galactic Express. <clears throat> there we go again with the shit. I say more than anybody in the world. But you're the only one who can take me. But I was gonna go to the Taoshi station and pick up some power converters. You should. And they uh, must be John at the door. This is John Turner with Galactic Express. <clears throat> Yeah, of all this, it was the buffet I assisted I her the least. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, that's another thing. With him busy screwing up orders, I have to bust my own bust. This is John Turner with Galactic Ex- ah, Galactic Express. Galactic Express. Peter Edward Thackelson, the 11th. Jeff, I found out a better better. You could say I was his best friend. His very best friend in an otherwise friendless universe. Ah, I was getting it too.
And that's it. I would like to point out to everybody that uh, I made zero bloopers in that entire episode. Booyah, as Pete wouldn't say. That's right, friends. Why are you smoking anything other than dromedary cigarettes? That's D-R-O-M-E-D-A-R-Y, dromedary cigarettes. The smoke with only one hump. Regular smokers will tell you that dromedaries are a light smoke, easy on the draw and easy on the throat. In a recent test, regular smokers smoked nothing but dromedaries for 30 days. World-famous throat specialists examined these smokers' throats and reported not one case of throat irritation caused by dromedaries. And why is that, friends? Because the tobacco in dromedary cigarettes is blended with a mixture of eucalyptus, menthol, and dextromethorphan. So, each cool, relaxing smoke coats your throat with the same ingredients as a cough drop. So remember, friends... Dromedary cigarettes are proudly recommended by the American Medical Association. Dromedary cigarettes, the smoke with only one hump. Your doctor smokes them, and so should you. D-R-O-M-E-D-A-R-Y, are you smoking anything else? From around the world, this is the Mutual Audio Network.